survivors and welcome to Now That's What I Call Survival Horror, first aid sprays show where we discuss the music of various survival horror games throughout the ages. And uh, we got a doozy of an episode this time with a game that I think perhaps in some spheres gets a little bit maligned, maybe, or it isn't necessarily everybody's favourite. But uh, it's going to be definitely interesting to go through the soundtrack. My name is Sai, and this time I'm joined by Sherwin. Hello. And we're here to talk about Resident Evil Zero. Um, so, if you haven't seen an episode of Now That's What I Call Survival Horror before, the way this works is that Sherwin has picked out his top 10 tracks, his personal favourites from the Resident Evil Zero soundtrack, and we're just going to go through them from 10 down to number 1 uh, and discuss what we think of those and why he picked them, why they stood out to him. As always, this kind of content, and particularly this show, it's all subjective. This is all his personal opinion and my personal opinion as well when we get to that. Um, so feel free to hit up the comments and let us know what would be in your top 10 for this game. Maybe inclusions that we you feel like we missed or that kind of thing. Let us know what you think of this list. Other than that, I don't think there's much more to say. I just roll right into it with your number 10 pick showing. I like how polite you are about this. Like my, my take would be just roll into the comments with just how wrong we are. Just hit <laughs> us with that stuff and just tell us, you know, as badly as much <laughs> as much as you want, just how much you disagree with us. All right, um, we'll so, do that then. <laughs> yeah, that, that that also works. Um, yeah, if you don't agree with us, like, share, and subscribe. Um, <laughs> so in other news, um, let's just talk a little bit about the Resident Evil Zero soundtrack. To start with, I guess, before we get into the sure. top ten, that's okay. So the first thing is these are some awfully named tracks. Unlike right. a lot of the other stuff where you kind of have, hey, this is the City of Ruin or, you know, it's kind of, um, you know, the uh, not the Bleak Outpost, that's an entirely different thing, um, but like Far <laughs> From The Sun or kind of, you know, Wandering About or whatever else, Concrete sure. Bound. These ones are literally Training Facility 2, Training Facility 3, Training Facility 4. Like they're, they've been very functionally named, which doesn't necessarily, um, it's going to mean that this sounds a little bit... Um, on the nose but there we are sure. but um the other thing to say about this is that what i really like about the resident evil zero soundtrack is just how it's a really edgy kind of really um sharp and and discordant soundtrack mm. like it, it's something where for me this is this is um this is one of the, perhaps the first soundtrack like I could I can happily recreationally listen to the RE2 and RE3 soundtracks actually in RE1 as well I can listen to those soundtracks and kind of just chill out to them because they're quite nice even when yeah you get like a boss fight theme or something else along those lines there's enough of a harmony or melody well melody or enough of a um a theme to them that you kind of pick up on it and it's actually in its own way it adds to the ambiance and it kind of works in its sort of relaxed sort of laid back way um. There's nothing in here that does that. <laughs> everything sounds everything sounds really on the nose. Everything makes you scared. Like if if you walk into a room and this was playing, I don't want to go in this room. I'm just going back out the door and going somewhere else. Like it sounds really. There's nothing here which you would put on to kind of chill out to, and that's good. I mean that's exactly what it should be. But but yeah, it's it's a very hard soundtrack, and there's a few bits we'll talk about as we go through. There's there's lots of discordant sort of. Um, jumps or beats in this thing that feel, that have a really metallic kind of feel to them right like there's sort of an overhead pipe kind of clanging around or someone's just hit something somewhere out else out there or whatever else you know somewhere yeah. else out there in the facility where you are this um this game actually features uh one of the uh the strongest sort of loading screen messages i think um that i've okay. of any resident evil game 
Um, and, the, and and the soundtrack brings it to mind. The actual line is, um, are the sounds of footsteps you hear those of other survivors mm. or dot, dot, dot. Mm. And I think that's so evocative. Like whenever that comes up on the screen, like that's really, really cool. But I'm also very scared. And that's... <laughs> Uh, and and I really like that, but this soundtrack really, for me, that perfectly encapsulates what this soundtrack is. Right. There's so much here where you listen to it and you're like, I am already on edge and nothing's even happened yet. I'm literally just walking around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyway. definitely points there that I'm going to dig into as we go through, certainly. So uh, I think you've mm-hmm. set it up well. Yeah, cool. So uh, without no further ado, let's lean in. So number 10 is Training Facility 2. Straight away, the intro sounds like someone's building a shed, um, and then you get dragged into a wind tunnel. Now, it's obviously a slightly flippant take, but it kind of really zooms in on me, for me, that the part where you have very non-musical random noises happening mm. in this. Like, you straight away, you have kind of the sound of like this sort of fuds, these these kind of, or this bang off in the distance. It doesn't, it's not part of the soundtrack, it's just something that's happening somewhere. Um, and then... And then it kind of leads into something there's this very deep kind of foreboding, non-organic sound that kind of suddenly just layers over the top and sort of sweeps in. And it feels heavy. Like it makes the air feel really dense uh, and immediately makes you feel uncomfortable. And, you know, there's a little bit of melody in there. Like kind of, you have the occasional piano kind of keystrokes or whatever else. But it's something where this is a really sparse um, field of sound. Like it immediately puts me in mind of, well, after listening to it a couple of times, you know, after the loop, because all of Resident Evil Zero's soundtracks are actually quite short loops, mm-hmm. um, but uh, rather than um, perhaps some of the other games where they're kind of slightly longer ones. But obviously this, straight away after listening to this a couple of times, I'm really put in mind of uh, RE2 inside the uh, the RPD building on the first and second floor, where you kind of have that sort of very, you have the sort of creaking floorboards and then, you know, the occasional piano stroke. Uh, to kind of really break it up a little bit. But that's exactly what's happening here, but there's just that that very um heavy sound over the top of it as well. And I think that's yeah, for me this is this is a really good solid intro to what yeah, you can expect a lot more of this. Yes. Yeah, completely. I it's by coincidence or design, I think this sets up the list quite well in that it does have as you said this kind of dense sa- fog of sound and literally in this case just one piano key <laughs> which seems to be something that comes up in zero in general you know just a lot of dense sound and then the occasional bit of piano or something when we way back in the first episode we ever did of this show when we talked about resident evil one we talked a little bit about structure in video game music before this kind of thing where you know as a player you're coming off the back of playing something like you know mario brothers mega man sonic the hedgehog as a kid or whatever Mm -hmm. um and you're used to bridges and 
if you want to call them verses and choruses, obviously not in the same way that pop is, but it's just like, you know, it feels like a structured song. It has parts and different melodies that lead into each other. And when you get to Resident Evil, it's kind of like the illusion of a lack of structure in the music because it's all very loose. This oh. just goes, as you said, like crazy into that to a point where it's almost a lack of music. It really is just kind of like oh. hollow ambient, just sounds like noises in the dark, rumbling. It's, yeah, it sets up the classic horror feel of the soundtrack very much because this is not a soundtrack that i often go back and listen to but having done so in preparation for this it definitely stands out compared to some you know some of the other games in the same way that you just said in the opening there in in, this is through and through a spooky soundtrack for sure and this is just the tip you know we we got lots left to go through in this this kind of form and function cool so uh number nine is in the cage room. So I think for me, I this is this is an, a good example of moving away from that um, mm. from that uh, slightly more bleak uh, soundscape that we had for for Training Facility Two for a moment. What I like so much about this is this is like a lesson in how to build momentum, but in a really unconventional way. Um, this is, I mean, this is there's there's a lot of stuff going on with this. There's kind of unusual bars. There's polyrhythms, but it, it sounds like there's an army marching to war here, or there's a chase. It's just the sound of raw fear running through you. There's like an urgent pulse just racing along, a tolling bell throughout over the top of this entire thing, giving it the structure, because there's not a lot of anything else that's giving it structure. This is quite a crazy track. It's quite haphazard in terms of how it comes together. It's what you were talking about before, where with verses and choruses and so on. This right. is more about kind of just a, a raw explosion of sound. And the only thing you've really got anchoring you in place is that is that bell that sort of tolls every so often. But but that feels like a really ominous thing. It's not like a, a thing when you're happy to hear it. It's like this this <laughs> sort of foreboding sense that overlays over the top of it as this raw chaos just builds in momentum over and over again. Um, you know, and, and bonus points if you can hear kind of you know Rebecca over the radio going Billy help or whatever in the background. <laughs> uh, you know, your subconscious is adding that in there. Yeah, but that that for me is really what's happening here. It's always nice to have some stomping action music in these top tens. It's funny that we talking about something completely different and how it's going to set the theme for the rest of the list oh. and then go wildly in the other direction. But yeah, I find that the Centurion boss is quite memorable in its own ways, yeah. and the music. It's definitely one that I instantly knew what it was uh, when you picked it. It does. It has a very strange kind of rhythm and pulse to it. Polyrhythm is probably the most accurate way to put it. I was trying to figure out, you know, where the beat actually sits on it. It's very offbeat. It's very... Yeah, I, like I it's, think... It's very I odd, think, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's polyrhythms. I think... I I, I might be wrong on that one. I, I would happily... Uh, I'll happily... Someone in the comments will probably yeah. pull us up on this and say right. it's not, but... But I think it is. It's certainly a very odd structure, and I think it's because you've got multiple instruments doing things at different time and different rhythms. I think that's what it is that throws me. Mm. But again, we could be wrong well on that. A really mm. nerdy drummer in the comments, hopefully, yeah. letting us know. <laughs> it's yeah. not the case, but yeah, it's 
in in the way that it sort of moves around actually this is an interesting one because it reminds me of some of the ps1 games a little bit um compared to some of the other music on this soundtrack which feels very much apart but <laughs> it also weirdly it's just an aside reminds me of your personal favorite final fantasy as well it reminds me of uh what's the track called it's something to do with bridge and perdition something from final fantasy 8 the sort of runaway yeah. escape music yeah, yeah. It reminds me of that kind of era um of gaming but also because it's there's so this is kind of like maybe putting the cart before the horse but then this is definitely going to come up in, in other tracks and stuff but this soundtrack it doesn't use synths in quite an overt way compared to some of the previous entries that we've covered um, and when it does it utilizes them completely different it's much more again the turn of sort of the millennium when when video games were sort of becoming more cinematic and using much more functional classical styles of music um so whilst it makes me think a little bit of the playstation one games this feels actually kind of like the beginning of resident evil becoming much more cinematic from here in its musicality and in general um with games like five and stuff like that you know it's a much more classically orchestrated style but it's just, yeah, turned on its head with the bizarre rhythm and the sort of thumping percussion in the background. It's, yeah, it's really cool. This one always stood out to me. So number eight is Rest. So I think for me the I'm gonna say I'm gonna say a slightly controversial statement here. Or two, in fact. One, I'm not a big fan of saving of themes mm-hmm. in Resident Evil. It's not to say that I think they're bad, they're put they're really not. But if you were to if you were to ask me, hey, say what your favourite tracks for any of the particular games are, I'm very seldom gonna put a, a saver of theme in there. Because for me, they they don't generally they're yeah they're they're nice they're perfectly functional they work really really well but they're seldom evocative of of the game itself. Um, my second my second uh, provocative statement, I actually think Resident Evil Zero has one of the strongest fam- save from themes. Nice. <laughs> now that's and that's why it appears in this list. Now it is something where it's really simple and it's not a terribly long loop. So I'm very conscious that the way I've sort of set that up is, hey, this is one of the best things, but it's really short and actually it's pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. But I think the the reason why it works so well is the context of the rest of the game. Right. The, the chaos that we've talked about, the discordant sounds, the non-traditional instrumentation, everything else, that's completely absent in this. This actually sounds like I, you know, playing the game when you find a room that has this in there is a real relief. It's not kind of like, oh, okay, this is a safe room, cool. Then, you know, it's kind of okay. This is actually feels really calming. And there's something about it as well which feels really delicate. And that, you know, for the best of me, I can't quite separate that away from the character that you, you know, main main character being Rebecca. But mm. the, the way that you play this, it just feels really well suited to the game and really well suited to the characters as well. Um, 
you know, kind of Billy, who's who's uh, you know appears to be quite a tough kind of you know military type, but actually is a sensitive enough soul that knows how to sit down and play the piano, for example, and so on. Right. There's lots of stuff in there. Um, yeah, it has a queen tattoo on his arm. Yeah, there's there's lots of stuff <laughs> where you can really look at these uh, you look at these characters and think, okay, there's a bit more to these guys than kind of you just sort of tough um, hmm. sort of you know paramilitary types. And I think so as a result, I think this is a really solid track and it fits in nicely. Um, over to you. Yeah, oh, that's really fair. That's really interesting. And what's interesting on top of that is the fact that we've definitely looked in this uh from two different directions really because i think that what stands out about this to me is the fact that it's fairly organic sounding which actually feeds into the rest of the soundtrack much in the way that i was talking about how the synths aren't you know um over you know they're 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 used in really and we'll get there really interesting sort of underpinning kind of ways um and the soundtrack in general, I find, uses a lot of, and again, often in strange ways to sound more like background crashes and smashes, but strings and horns and piano is generally what you're going to find in Resident Evil Zero. And that's everything that makes up this piece of music. Those three things. A little bit of strings, the main melodies on piano, and my favourite part of it is the sort of um, horns and the sort of like second melody that the horns are playing in the background which actually if you listen to it you think this is a really short loop and admittedly you know it it is a short loop but it's not quite as short as you'd think because those horns do kind of switch up a little bit uh yeah it's really good um i absolutely no complaints if anyone said that this was their absolute stone cold favorite save room theme certainly uh it's I'd say it's underrated, but I don't even think that's fair. I think a lot of people love this one. Um, public perception would be two and three, I think. But there's all, I, you know, I see all of them get, get having their representatives shouting about them. And uh, yeah, I think it definitely deserves to be on this list. And everything that you say about the characters, I hadn't even thought of that, but you're absolutely right. Okay, so number seven is Training Facility 4. So Training Facility 4 is scary as balls. Um, I've got no other <laughs> way of saying it. It's a terrifying, terrifying piece of music. It literally, it, it immediately is evocative of someone just sharpening knives. Um, and it never, ever, ever lets you settle. No. Like, yeah, there's different layers discordantly impacting across each other with random, random, random blurts of other instrumentation. You know, with random sounds and piano, and then just when you think you've kind of got the measure of this, you're like, okay, I think I can kind of get this. Suddenly, there'll just be a complete new sound just bursting out of nowhere, and suddenly make you go, "Wow, what the hell is happening?" <laughs> you can never, ever, ever find your feet with this particular track. It doesn't matter; it loops. It just still takes you by surprise. Um, yeah, it's it's a really scary track, and and this is something which really adds to the horror for me in the same way that the other. Um, in the same way that we previously said, yeah, you know, we set up the the list for really what to expect. This is a really 
this is perhaps one of the strongest examples of where yes. it, just, it just literally opens up the gates and goes, all right, this is what we can do with this. Um, another nod, of course, as a side note, is there's a really nice nod to this in the basement in the original game as well, um, mm. which is which is really cool in terms of that sort of jagged sort of uh, sound that kind of hits down and makes you feel really uncomfortable. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. This is most certainly probably the most dense dreadful <laughs> in the best kind of way uh track that we picked out i think of this sort of sort um and kind of like what i was saying with the in the cage room this one actually makes me think of resident evil 4 a little bit in the fact that it's total lack of musicality which that soundtrack has as well i don't know what that even is at the beginning is it an organ is it strings something horribly stretched out i i can't figure out what it is which makes me even more uncomfortable um mm. that's the you know it's it's like three parts you've got that then there's the bizarre sort of piano run so we go from and it's and, and i love music that can just instantly give you that kind of image in your head whether that's you know <laughs> knives being mm. sharpened that's on you that's you know, we won't question that one. Um, for me, it just makes me think of the training facility hallways, you know, and and a kind of atmosphere that both of the GameCube games going for with those sort of dark and damp hallways, wind coming through the windows, curtains billowing. you got, oh. especially in the case of Zero, like insects crawling around under rugs is what I hear when the piano oh. starts going. And then, again, as you said at the beginning, strange sounds in the distance. This one literally ends like, it sounds like someone mashing their fist into a piano and then slamming the lid down. It's so oh. bizarre. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's there's a there's a lot in this, despite the fact that I don't know what any of it is. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a really discordant and inhuman piece of music. Mm. Is the best way to is describing it. It's like no, none of it sounds like it's an actual instrument. It's just something that's happening, and they recorded it. It's just horrifying. Yeah, I think uh, any big time horror film would be thankful to have this kind of right. piece of piece of quote unquote music in their soundtrack because it it is absolute top tier movie horror film kind of stuff mm. okay uh so moving on uh we have proto tyrant 2 So I love this. I, I really, really, really love this track. It, it's it's sad because it, it feels so epic. Like that immediately, as soon as the, the straight away, it feels it feels like just huge. Like you're about to go into the fight of your life. It's so, and there's this really, uh, I don't, I'm hesitant to say soaring, but it definitely feels that way. Kind of, yeah, it makes the adrenaline immediately run in. It's got that sort of very kind of marching to. I've used it before. The marching to warfare. It's a very militaristic feel to this. Mm that sort of goes through um that sort of runs through you at the start of this it really is teeing it up to be this really titanic clash the sad reality of course it is, is that the fight doesn't really hold up to that which is the really disappointing part of, yeah when we look at that but mm. but just looking at the music alone um yeah i i love the 
and it's not bombastic, but I, I love the sort of intro to it, how the sort of pomp of it, I guess, is the right way of saying it. There's a nice Tenchu Stealth Assassin vibe, by the way, in there, uh, <laughs> just going off, echoing the nods that you were talking about uh, with some of that stuff. But but also, I like the I like the sort of um, the drum, which kind of sort of runs, it almost feels like it's the regular beat of the tyrant kind of twitching um, as well right. throughout this, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Um and yeah, it's got the same things you expect. There's a random, you know, metallic beat in there somewhere yeah. to kind of, you know, just make sure that, you know, we know it's a Resident Evil Zero sound, you know, piece. Um, but yeah, I, I think this is really um, buoyant, surprisingly buoyant kind of track that just really makes you sort of go completely into the action. I, I think it really drags you in. It's really evocative. It's really powerful for just kind of sort of immediately putting you in the zone. Yeah, totally. It's, it's tense and. It's. It doesn't let itself get too crazy. It's got mm. all these menacing string stabs and stuff that keep it going forward, but it doesn't fall apart at any point. It's just. It feels constrained, but in the right kind of scary way. And you know, he might be the scrub lord tyrant, but my controversial opinion is I I I think this theme is better than your classic tyrant fight music. <laughs> well, it's, in- it's interesting. It's interesting because there's a few nods to the classic tyrant fight. Music there is, in the, yeah, in the background, which is cool, and I like the way they've incorporated that. I actually, it's a shame because I actually quite like this tyrant. It's more scary than some of the others because it just feels very real. Like it is a failed experiment, and you look at it, and it is all screwed up, and you know it doesn't mm. feel good at all in any way, shape, or form. I think that's much more scary than what's this tyrant? Oh, it's wearing a big trench coat because that's secretly its power limiter, and yeah, we take that off, then suddenly. It starts mutating. That's the bit where, for me, the shark is jumping. Is jumping, um, and I'm not right. really a big fan of that kind of bit of the law. So, yeah, failed experiment escaped and wants to rip your face off. That's much better. That's fair. I'll take the the RE2 tyrant themes any day of the week. Yeah. Uh, the, the RE1 tyrant boss fight always felt a little bit sort of sloppy to me. But this is what I'm saying about this one is is really honed in on, um, yeah. and it and it feels really threatening because of it. As you say, the percussion. All over is fantastic in this, uh, but especially that second half where you've got the your oh. classical orchestral drums and then the uh, trademark Resident Evil Zero bizarre metic, metallic clanging that you pointed oh. out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's great. This is great. Um, it, it's a shame about the actual boss fight itself because the music's really good. Yeah, if this was the, if this was your boss fight for the actual end theme, then I would definitely yes. be on that. But anyway, cool. All right. Um, So, moving on, number five, Dormitory Treatment Plant. This is, I think straight away, I've got to acknowledge, one of the reasons why I like this so much is it is a massive nod to the original Wari, I think. Mm. Um, it There's several sections, of, well, I, I can almost hear just listening to the intro of this, like the, the sound of the sort of typing, and then Chris is about to announce that Alpha Team is flying around the forest zone, um, searching for their <laughs> yeah. compatriot. Yeah. I, I can immediately hear that straight away. But 
even then, I you know, it's got such massive overtones of what you had wandering around the mansion, you know, in, mm. in terms of that stuff with the original theme, which I really, really like. Um, I mean, and you know, zooming in once again, and this would be probably not the last time, but close to the last time, I'm going to mention uh, another game, which is I love how the strings in this really remind me of Vagrant Story, uh, which is the best game ever. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's quite nice. Um, but again, it, it's it's a really mournful, really drawn out, very Resident Evil track, and it's surprisingly, considering it's on the it's on the Resident Evil soundtrack as the Resident Evil Zero soundtrack, actually quite coherent and not quite so um, horrifying as some of the rest of it. It feels a bit more it's yeah. an easier to follow kind of track. It doesn't make it any less harrowing because it is a very more um, you know onerous track if that makes sense. Um, mm. And, you know, it's still got the metallic hammers or the pipes or whatever way you want to describe it overhead because, you know, that's that's how they go. But, yeah, it, for me, this is just a really bleak um, soundscape, which I quite enjoy because of the nods to other places, you know. Yes, that's actually something that I can, again, consider. But specifically, this made me think about when we were talking about Concrete Bound when we covered Resident oh. Evil 1. Um, just that total bleak darkness and very limited use of instrumentation and stuff like that but now that you mention it i'm not going to unhear the fact that those first few notes just sound like the uh the opening sort of uh yeah. cinematic you're totally right yeah just another example of what's so great about this soundtrack in its use of the sort of less is more mantra, which Resident Evil was oh. always generally pretty good at, but Resident Evil Zero really, really gets into it. This is just strings, and again, one piano note, just like Training Facility 2. That's all it is. Um, it is more, more coherent, but it just still has that kind of like swirling, almost kind of queasy execution. It feels oh. big and like you're in a big, empty, hollow space, which is... Again, very true of RE0. I, I don't have a ton more on this, but it's just, yeah, it it's very true to the rest of the soundtrack. Um, and actually, mm-hmm. it's probably for that reason that when I think of this uh, score, this is one of the tracks that comes to mind the quickest, actually. It, uh, it very yeah. well defines Resident Evil 0, I think. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, so rolling on from that, and we are absolutely in the, uh, in the just scary main themes now there's no more uh, <laughs> no more surprise boss fights or anything uh so the next one uh, number four is training facility three So I think I, I like Training Facility 3 mostly because it sounds like two different tracks at the same time played over the mm. top of each other, um, which is interesting. Um, it somehow manages to mash together this this sense of purposeful sort of intent, almost like a militaristic kind of march um, that's kind of going along as we go with the main instrumentation, but with this, this strange sort of occultist uh, sort of a cult kind of mysticism yeah. over the top of mm. it, with with kind of like the 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 bells, and then 
And then there's a sprinkling of trepidation just to gel them together and make them fit. Um, it's I, I really there's something about this which kind of gives you this hint of okay I can immediately I'm exploring but I'm you know something's not right here um, yeah at the same time there's other things that I need to be aware of outside like you know the random sounds I hear could they be other things happening elsewhere those sort of bits and pieces what's what's is interesting and this is I this will be the last time I, I reference anything um, I immediately get huge original doom vibes this is what it sounds like when you descend down to like uh like to uh is it demios i think it's demios the one you yeah. go to, or you actually go into hell it's like chapter three where you actually go there and you immediately got that as you're one the imps and the demons and stuff and the skies on fire and stuff like that that's where the that's what this term sort of drags me back to um interesting and it, it's well this this particular track is but yeah it, it's cool i i like what this is doing i think this is this is interesting in the sense that again, much like we had before with number uh, with the door, the treatment plant, it does feel a little bit more coherent than the others, but mm. it's still got enough there that it's quite thought provoking, and I think that's good. That's 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 really why this one is here. Yeah, I I would agree. Thought provoking is a good way to put it. It's got a very different kind of mood than everything else we talked about. It's still a little bit eerie, certainly. Um, this has more of a uncovering a mystery kind of vibe to me. Um, oh. it, just something about the way that the melody is written and, and sort of come, comes across. This is uh, a great example of what I'm talking about, how whilst I immediately feel like Resident Evil Zero has a lot of organic kind of instrumentation and sound, this one, I, I would imagine that's a synth that's leading it. It's kind of like glassy oh. sound. Um, but it's not something that takes you out it feels obviously like it fits in with all you classic strings um in this case we've got these sort of like plucked pizzicato strings in it which probably adds to that kind of like detective vibe that i I get from this one this yes this one's really unique doesn't sound like much else on the soundtrack certainly um which is why and you talked about the naming scheme of this soundtrack being just really straightforward to a fault, really. Um, so it's it, it's a struggle to immediately identify for me rooms and sort of areas where these tracks might play. It's been a while as well since I played the game. That does certainly doesn't help. But with this one, I certainly I can think of a few rooms immediately that this makes me think of. So uh, it definitely has that going for it. Like it's definitely lodged itself in my brain that way. Oh. Well, I'm glad that uh, I'm glad you enjoyed it as much as I did. Um, I definitely agree with you. It is quite unique on this soundtrack, and perhaps that's why. Perhaps that's why I. Um, perhaps that's why I put it here. I'm, it's interesting. Listen to them now and sort of going through them. I am realizing that I've put some of the most coherent ones at the top, which mm. is perhaps me just wanting to escape from the terrifying uh, reality <laughs> of just random sounds. But we'll see. Anyway, They're so uh, let's show, and you you can't escape. <laughs> yeah, it's true. They're still there. So um, number three, top three now. Um, Chapel three.
so the reason I like this, um, and it's it's really interesting because I actually I can't actually remember in the main game where you actually hear it so much, uh, which is interesting. That the reason why I like this so much because this feels so Resident Evil, yes, so very 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 Resident. Um, yeah, it's the drawn-out notes that slowly fade, even when they're different pitches, you know, change pitch or whatever else. It's the abrupt strike of the piano keys, you know, the the way that the uh, the strolling kind of keys. I could very easily see this being at home in RE2 or RE3. Mm-hmm. Very, very, very. This is this for me is a really classic Resident Evil track, in, and you know, it's it's hugely evocative of any of those games. Um, and, and it's good. I mean, that that doesn't, you know, it certainly doesn't detract away from it. I don't mean to say it's generic. I think, if anything, it's it's a lovely and really pleasant nod to the series at this point. And it just feels really at home as a result of that. Um, yeah, I, I, I've got nothing else much more to say, really, uh, as much as I just, I, f- I think for me, this, if I'm listening to this through to this soundtrack, remember when I said, you know, there's very few tracks on this that I'm going to listen to. In an ambient way, kind of, you know, mm. as, as I don't know, like Resident Evil and Chill. This is absolutely, this one probably is the one that goes on there. Yep. On my, funnily enough, literally the first sentence in my notes is uh, that this wouldn't feel out of place in Resident Evil 2 or Resident Evil 3, or especially perhaps even more so Outbreak. Um, it feels like mm. it's, it has everything that you would want out of that kind of soundtrack. It's brilliantly sparse. It's got, that gut-churning kind of tension and unease, um, but it mm. also has, you know, the sadness, the raccoon sittiness to it, that something terrible has happened here, and you're just kind of walking in the footsteps of the aftermath of that event. I like, um, I like that term, the, the, uh, the raccoon sittiness. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very... But, you, but when I say that, uh, you and, and everyone listening to this immediately knows what I mean by that. It's, mm. it's scary and sad, you know. Um, there's, yeah. a, there's a humanity to that uh the, the, this piano that leads you further into the dark of where you're exploring and kind of begs you to come but you know it's, it's you know only bad things like this direction this is again the resident evil zero soundtrack naming scheme makes me sad because a piece of music this good deserves a better name than chapel three it's quite as simple yeah. as that um yeah peek behind the curtain when you sent me your list before this was much higher up i'm very glad to see it get close to the bottom because this is yeah yeah this is a absolute underrated gem classic 10 out of 10 i i i adore this piece of music yeah i i must admit the so the bit that we're now let the list is in and so size had this list for a bit of time and then uh, after firing it over morning just before i sat down to record this i thought Do you know what i'm gonna listen through to these and uh, just see where i'm at got as far as this one went oh my god how is this not higher <laughs> then immediately zoomed it straight away up to like uh up to number three um because i can't believe i put it any lower than this yeah this is it at least deserves to be in the top three uh well yeah. i'll tweet you in a week and we'll see if it's number one yet <laughs> yeah yeah okay i don't think it will be purely because um it could oh, possibly I, I will say it's do you know, this was a really hard list to put together. Half because a lot of these tracks, you know, it's it's difficult to sort of pull them apart because they are, you know, in their own way, each of them is here because they they evocative of something rather mm. than being an ascending scale of this one is a better version of what this thing is doing or whatever else. Right. Like these are all evocative of this is a really driving boss theme. This is a really you know schizophrenic kind of fight scene. This is the save room theme. This is this is something which is really evocative 
you know previous games and that's not this one just really 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 terrifying <laughs> and so on they're, they're yeah it's hard to rank them with that mm. in mind and that's i think right. that's um so so that's that's kind of why but um yeah okay so uh top two then in which case and the one that might get pushed off by chapel free in a week time is the dormitory main theme This is possibly the most eerie track in the entire game. Mm. Um, you've got deep echoes like distant footsteps and things being knocked over in the background. You've got, you know, the sort of sound of wind rushing through corridors as piercing streaks. You've got an ominous measure that rises and falls throughout the entire Kind of you know, could be the wind. That could be, you know, something creeping around, screeching. There's a whole bunch of different stuff there could be. Um, you know, there's there's even a lovely touch of traditional gothic horror in this right you know, with the part with with some of the measure and you know what's bookending it and stuff like that and even that eerie kind of um piercing bit that could be kind of you know a bell in the background or broken electronics or whatever else really hard to tell what that could be or alternatively because this is and this is where i think the resident evil zero soundtrack really excels is it so evocative your brain is running at 100 miles an hour doing so much work for it as to what any of these sounds could be mm. yeah what any of this could be because it is yeah, in terms of how it works, in terms of its sort of sparseness or its focus. Yeah, my my first sentence was cack your pants creepy for this, to be honest. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> this is, I completely agree, it's so spooky. It's got that traditional supernatural feel to it, the high-pitched sort of whistling sounds. It feels like something, feels like the music is rushing past objects and kind of knocking things over, as you say. And then this... And you said a cult, but the word that I just came straight to mind for it was sort of satanic, almost lower end yeah. that that kind of turns up. And this one, there's really elements of complete madness to this from the feelings that it provokes, but also the way that it's been put together. It's just strange in mm. the sense that, and again, getting back to that sort of structureless feel, the sort of uh, illusion of structureless, I think that with so many Resident Evil games already out by this point, Zero really needed to push into some strangely unsettling ways that the other games hadn't done. And this track is going to catch anyone off of guard because it's, it isn't just creepy, but the way that it just stops and starts, like, it feels like it has a strange kind of control over itself. Like, the, almost like the music's alive. It's like, no, I'm just going to stop here now. Okay, I'm going again. And it's so weird. And as you said about one of the previous ones, you just can't get a handle on it because it's just not even necessarily about what's in the music, which is scary enough, but the measures of those parts that just kind of fall off and then suddenly come back again. It's bizarre. Uh, yeah, this is... As much as I love Chapel 3, this is a deserved number two, certainly. And then anybody... Well... I'm amazed if it's going to come as a surprise to anyone. Number one is the training facility main theme.
So for me, this is this perfectly encapsulates Resident Evil Zero, and it might be because you spend so much time running around uh, during the game uh, in this particular hall. It might be because it's got that bleak soundscape um, that we all know and love from the rest of Resident Evil Zero. It might be because it's it's just kind of you know it's it's one of those fantastic Resident Evil main hall themes, uh, and this is just a really good, a good example of that again. Um, for all of the reasons I talked about the tracks earlier on, in terms of you know the eeriness or the kind of you know the heavy weight in the air, the the sort of you know the odd sounds in the distance or whatever that kind of put you on edge, the sort of you know the random um, you know non-organic kind of um, or non-instrument you know non-instrumentational kind of um, sounds, all of that is in here. It's all wrapped into this wonderful mm. ball of of just scare you, even though it is. Yeah, ostensibly a safe place. I mean, arguably, this is a save room theme. Um, <laughs> right. Because that, that's how you use this room. Mm. Um, but at the same time, for me, this just really... Let's talk in terms of other stuff. Like, it, it feels... This is a really... Makes you feel really uneasy. You don't feel comfortable in, you know, listening to this. This is something where it has got that underlying thing. That's, you're not safe here. But there's nothing immediately diving at you or making noise or whatever else. Like open one of the doors leading out of this place, and you're in a world of hurt. But but even here, you don't feel comfortable about that. That's kind of that's where I draw from this. This is really this encapsulates a lot of the ether of the design ethos of the Resident Evil Zero soundtrack in one place for me, and that's why I like it. And that's why I put it at the top. Yeah, I completely agree. I think that picking a number one. Um, it's always kind of hard to talk about why they beat out every track because, you know, art is so subjective and everything. But this is, yeah, just a brilliant piece of music that, as you say, sort of encapsulates the world of Resident Evil Zero, especially because, and I'm probably just going to get wildly into my own head here, but just being that it is kind of like, yeah, it's, it's the main hall, so a lot of it kind of spins off from this area. And when I think about it, there's, mm. you know, numerous doors around here. As you said, this is ostensibly a safe place it is a place where everyone dumps all of their items let's admit it <laughs> but <laughs> it's uh it's the living item box so you're not actually in harm's way at any point but you're right it feels like every door in this room is threatening to open around you and the way that the music sort of washes from one thing to the next and it's got all of these things that we talked about it's got the glassy synths that we talked about there's some choir in there as well it feels like sort of spinning on the spot in that room and looking at each door and going, right, okay, <laughs> terror lurks this way. Something, you know, we've got a man-made leeches down this corridor. It's, it's, yeah, threatening all around. And on top of that as well, it has this constant pulse to it, which you, I mean, arguably you could say it's almost kind of annoying because it, it follows its own rule completely, as does, again, some of the, most of the music in this soundtrack, yeah. I guess. But that's clearly by design because... It makes you really uncomfortable. It doesn't care about you or anything else that's going on around it. It's doing its own thing, and it's this constant like reminder that this is inescapable. You need to leave this room. You need to get out of here. Uh, otherwise, you've got no other hope. Yeah, it's, it's brilliant. Um, good old main hall themes. Eh? They always win out in the end. <laughs> always, always. So um, I, I know I said to you I didn't want any honourable mentions. Uh, I'd like a couple of dishonorable mentions, if I can. Okay, excellent. All right. Uh, for this particular for this particular soundtrack, um, the first one has 
got to be uh, when you see the Leechmen. Um, <laughs> like it's 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 an absolutely brilliant piece of sound um, in the sense that it's it's really perhaps this one is an honourable mention. I can't in good conscience put it in the top ten because it's not strong enough to go in there. But it does feel really characteristic or really evocative of what that is. Once you've played this game and it's happened to you once, you don't know exactly. What yeah. And the way that they've sort of zoomed in and gone, this is the this is the unique sound for what the leeches are. It feels very different to everything else in here, in terms of what I think is a flute, but I might be wrong. Whatever that sound is, or whatever that exact mm. noise is, that for me really really works well, um, exceptionally well. But it is a very short piece, and ultimately you really just want to run away from those things as soon as you can. Yeah. So so a few seconds, I think that's the that's the best part. It's a sad thing because for me also that's the point where. I started looking at Resident Evil enemy character design and was a bit sad by the you know by the Mr. Wibbly Wobbly man. But um <laughs> but anyway. So so that so that's that one. The real dishonorable mention has to be and I don't actually know the name of it, so I'm gonna quickly look up now if I can find it. I'm guessing it's gonna be called Yep, it's called Advertise. It is okay. Advertise Music. Hang it on. is the very first thing that happens when you turn on the game. Go on. It's just the worst. It's just, it's just. I've got no other way of saying it. Anything yeah. less Resident Evil, it it <laughs> is just awful. Like it happens as soon as you start. Like maybe that first kind of piercing sort of note kind of works, but then when it gets into that weird, very much of the era sort of plodding dance beat thing that's happening, it just sounds. It sounds like sort of an outtake from like a WWE show or something. I've got no other words for it. Like they gave the, they have good intro music. Um, it's yeah. It sounds like the music that genuinely, with no irony, is used in sort of raid mode in Resident Evil Six and stuff like that. It yeah. we talked about how so well put together this soundtrack is and how all the tracks kind of meld together in the way that they're kind of a, aiming to achieve similar goals and stuff like that. And then yeah. you're right. This is the first thing you hear when you turn your Nintendo GameCube on in 2003. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, can't argue with that. Yeah, I, I just, yeah, I, it's just, yeah, it's sad. If I could, I mean, Resident Evil Zero is a is a piece of g- deeply flawed mu- genius. Is the way I would describe the game. I love, mm. I really do like the game a lot. I think it's a solid release, even despite the fact that there are a few things in it which you would. You know, you would change, I think, and yeah, obviously far be it from me to disagree with Capcom's vision for what their game was. Um, but, but I think for me, there's a few things in this game that I could happily change in terms of story arc or some of the direction decisions mm-hmm. I for. Um, but there's a lot to really, really. Enjoy. Um, it's just a sad thing that no matter how much I look at this particular piece of audio, uh, no matter how I turn my head or consider it or change it around. This just sounds bad. <laughs> and that's just what I've got. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to it's hard to disagree after all the good that we've talked about. And then you play that afterwards, it's like, oh. <laughs> I, I, I kind of guess that this wasn't done when the rest of the soundtrack was done. Like It's called advertising music. Perhaps it actually was something where they originally had it marked down for like, I don't know, like a TV slot. Or sure, like yeah. An advert. And at some point, they kind of went, oh, we'll just bolt this onto the start of the game for Mm. But I, yeah. I mean, nothing about nothing about this speaks to the rest of the Resident Evil game. Right, that's the problem. Right? It, it's it's just so like this almost feels like something you would have on House of the Dead. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's, yeah. it's kind of that. It's just a really weird thing. But anyway, so that's that, and that's the uh, that's the Resident Evil Zero uh, top ten. Excellent. I thoroughly enjoyed that. I hope everyone listening uh, enjoyed listening to us talk about this. I think very, uh, yeah, very underrated soundtrack. I think it's oh. it's it's been nice to go back through it because Zero isn't a game that I play regularly, and I always do mean to get another playthrough in, and I just for whatever reason it. I can never get myself through it, but the soundtrack is is definitely a big highlight. I think you know, with some exceptions or exception. Um, <laughs> let us know what you thought of this list in the comments below. As I said at the beginning, if you completely disagree, that's fine. Tell us we're wrong. Tell us what your top ten list is, and let us know what other games you'd like us to cover on the series as well. Showen, thank you for joining me. Uh, thank you for having us. Having and, us? Uh, apparently, apparently, I'm plural. But sure, why not? Thank you. <laughs> yeah, for being thank here. you for both me and my evil twin, Sherwin. <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe to stay up to date with all of the stuff we do. Lots of Resident Evil content all of the time. And as always, have a good week. <laughs>